When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Some momentum will grow in October, and then by November they're really picking up speed, and everything takes off with a blast. Okay, so this applies to all of us, uh, particularly caps, because and and Aries for that matter, because their career areas have been really strongly affected by all of these these forces that I've been talking about. So basically, we've got the next you know, sort of six weeks to dot I's and cross T's and set things up, and especially once Mars turns direct, which is the middle of November, then things really start to take off. So then we really, you know, sort of early November, we get on our bikes and we start pedaling because it'll be ready to go whoosh. Hello, friends. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is the Nitty Gritty Committee. It's about time for our October astrology forecast. Can you believe it? 2020 is almost over already. Some of us have barely left our houses, but no matter where you are in the world, it's probably fair to say that the year has panned out pretty differently to the way you thought it would. As always, astrologer Maggie Kerr has some fascinating insights into why that is, what we can expect next, and how we can make the most of it. We'll begin our conversation, though, with my growing anxiety, I'm afraid. I have this feeling that we're building, we're still building to some kind of crescendo in 2020 and that we haven't seen everything it's got yet. What can I say except that it's a process and we just have to keep passing through it over this next couple of months, you know? And I'll say it again and I'll say it every time we speak. Hang in there, people. We've got a brand new set of energy on the way from January. So we just have to keep doing this kind of marathon, arduous rather thing. I don't know. What else can you call it? That is this time. And, of course, Mm. I'm talking to you. You, I remember last time when we started, you said, here I am down in deepest, darkest lockdown Melbourne, <laughs> right? This whole process begins very slowly. The wheels start grinding forward again as we head into October. Yes. And it, it's, you know, amazing timing in terms of Victoria's story. So a couple of days ago... The sun, our beautiful sun, went into the sign of Libra. Now, just a quick recap. Over the last month, since the 22nd of August through till the 22nd of September, the sun's been in Virgo. So this has been a very earthy, practical, clean up the house, get organised, go to the accountant, boring stuff. 
kind of time, right? <laughs> it's been super productive yeah. if you've been into it. I mean, you know, I've had all sorts of things cleaned up and sorted out around my little world. And, yes, I went to the accountant yesterday. So it's kind of that's that time of the year. It's an organisational kind of time of year. Now we're going to Libra. The standard sort of, you know, nice way of describing Libra is lovely Libra. Mm. Okay, so Libra is an air sign and it's the sign of socialisation. And so that's something that we can all begin to look forward to over this next month is more socialising, getting out and hanging out with people again a little bit more. Amazing. Ah, yes, please, says everybody. So it's a sign of relationships. So over this next month, we are now going to be much more focused on others and people and connecting and all of the themes that go with that. Now, Libra has all sorts of associations. One of them is social justice, what's fair, the law, social rights, all those sorts of things all go with Libra. Libra has an association internationally in a big way because it's the sign of diplomacy and it's often involved in you know, strategic alliances. And so we will have a lot more stuff coming through in mainstream media about who's doing what with who, China, Brexit, all all that stuff will, will come up big time. And the other thing to remember here is Mars, the planet of activation, and sorry, activism and energy, he has been in the sign of Aries since the beginning of July. And he's the boy who's there for an extra long time this year because he's about to, or he's just begun actually, to do a retrograde period. So he's going to be here right through to the end of the year. And this is pretty unusual because, I mean, Mars, he does a retrograde every two years because it takes him two years to go around the sun, but he hasn't done a retrograde in the sign of Aries since 1988. So this is big news because that was all that activism period leading up to the fall of the Berlin Wall and all that stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of energy and and activism stuff around at the moment because Mars is strong in Aries. It's the sign he rules. So he's all about let's do things, let's act, let's move forward. You know, he wants to take us towards the future. But he's been squaring off with all those big planets Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto have been hanging out since the beginning of the year. So they're the big boys that are responsible for the breaking down kind of crisis that we're going through right now. So that's why it's been feeling like you want to drive your car fast but with the brakes on because every time you want to sort of take action and get something moving, all the big lads up the top are going, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> Lockdown. Yes. And there it is. Lockdown <laughs> yeah. the energy. Exactly. Absolutely. And so because of this timing over this next month with the Sun and Libra, we're going to get a lot more people coming up against each other, yeah, a lot more kind of sending my anger at others, yeah, feeling frustrated because it appears that they are stopping me, you know, that kind of stuff. A friend of mine lives next to a beautiful park, my friend Donna. She walks around it every day. As she's got two kids, she said months ago, God, everyone is so grumpy. She's been walking around this park for 15 years with her kids as they've grown up. And she said, all of a sudden, people are saying to the kids, get out of the way, 
get off the path. You shouldn't have your bike or whatever. She just really noticed it. And I was saying to her the other day when we were finally allowed back to the park, we went and met her and the kids. I said, Donna, I just read an article this a columnist wrote in The Age, same thing. She was noticing that she, she was looking on her phone. She actually stood to the side of the footpath to get out of people's way. And a man walked up behind her and went, bitch through his mask. And she was like, what is wrong with people? So I guess that's what you're talking about, isn't it? It's that grumpiness, edginess. Absolutely. And even for us up here who aren't in lockdown, even in non-lockdown environments, there's still, you see, this whole crisis has, it just contains so much fear and uncertainty. So all people's way they saw the world, you know, the way they thought it all, especially we Westerners. We've had such a cushy time for a very long time. Actually, I just jotted a few things down about this year before. Um, when there's a generalised sense of frustration, fear and survival anxiety present, our relationship patterns become amplified. So the self-centred among us become even more survivalist. The codependent become even more helpless. The equal partner know that we're in this together and the community orientated become more determined to step up and inspire others to contribute what they can. Interesting, yeah? Yeah, definitely, yeah. It's all that survivalist stuff is up. So people, when they're in fear, they react in anger and they just send it out there. You know, they don't care where or who. And and we get to this irrational thing. And God help us. At least we're not in America. And and I'd be anxious. I'd be afraid of what's coming too, so that would make me tense? Well, it's making them very tense. Of course, you know, most of my clients are Americans. And I've lived in America a couple of times. I love America. I'm getting really a lot of sort of first-hand feedback all the time. And they're very, very nervous because whatever comes out of this election, it looks like it could end up a shit fight as you head into December. Yeah. And into January. So, and that's when all these planets that I'm talking about all finally do their last blast, right? In December. That's the last of all these planets Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto and Capricorn, which is the big breaking down transformational thing. So, pick your battles, you know, just look up over your parapet periodically, have a look around, and then duck again. And then the other side of this Mars is, you know, it's, it's, it's preparation time. It's like really good time to be setting things up and using the best of Saturn, which is about planning and strategy and being organized and realistic and, you know, making sure you know what you're doing. And it's not a time for half-baked things. And it's also still got the Jupiter in it, which is it's loaded with opportunity. If you can get past your stuff for long enough to, see it that way (laughs) if you know what I mean yeah we must remember that we are in a great spiritual revolution at the moment we're in this threshold between epochs these huge shifting ages and so we have to get that there's a consciousness being born right now out of the past which is about cohesion and cooperation and inclusiveness and You know, that's the true essence of the working together. And these are the words of Libra, cooperation, cohesion, co-creation, all those beautiful words, right? And working toward community growth and development, Libra's 
like, you know, member of all of these signs, they have their pluses and minuses. So at best we have, you know, fair-minded and all those wonderful cooperative sort of words and, and um, justice and, you know, all of that stuff. Libra's issues arise around sometimes being too pleasing, hence the lovely Libra. You know, Librans like to please others and they'll do a lot of complying and putting up with and going along with, sometimes way past the use-by date. So that can be a downside for Libra. And it's interesting that with Mars at the moment opposite in Aries in their sign, you'll be finding that Libra's not, our Librans out there aren't going to be feeling like doing that as much as usual. They'd be more inclined to say, hands on hips, no, sorry, that's actually not fair, and I'm not going to put up with that anymore. (laughs) Right? I'm done. So don't mess with me because that's the other side of Libra. You know, it's one of what we call the cardinal signs, Aries and Libra opposite and then Cancer and Capricorn opposite that. They're all called cardinal signs. One of the misnomers of Libra is, you know, they're very nice and pleasing and they're cooperative and all that. But don't mess with a Libra because they also are very strong and they can be very determined. Yes, more than happy to cooperate as long as you do it my way. Got it? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm reminded of an excellent character that it's uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, one of the uh, the American senators. Yeah, AOC. AOC. She's a Libran and she's, she's strong. She's in Libran Sun opposite a moon in Aries. So she's very much exactly what we're talking about. Very wonderful orator, wonderful, you know, she's a lawyer and that's the Libran, you know, speaking up on behalf of others, you know, all of that. But do not mess with this lady. She could make mincemeat out of some of these other guys, right? So she's a great example (laughs) of what I'm talking about, right? So the other example of, you know, what do we do with Libran time? Well, it's about beauty. Libra rules all things to do with beauty and beautifying, hence it's associated with architecture and design and art. So what we need to do while while we've got this Libran energy right now is beautify ourselves. So it's time for little makeovers, my friends. And if you can't get out to go buy fabulous expensive products, mind you, you can buy anything online these days, then go looking for beautiful natural face masks, recipes and things like that. Because the other planet that is really important for us this month is Venus. Now, she's going to be in Virgo right through October. So we get another dose of Virgo. So if you haven't cleaned out your cupboards yet, folks, you've still got Venus in Virgo coming in to help you do that. But Venus in Virgo is also very much, you know, loving the health, you know, Virgo ruling health, wellness, food, diet, all of that. So natural remedies and all that sort of territory. For our Virgos, Venus being in your sign right through October is a beautiful timing for you. Venus, when she's in your sign, makes you very sociable, very good at connecting with other people. You know, she's the PR queen and very good for growing your brand. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Some momentum will grow in October, and then by November, they're really picking up speed and everything takes off with a blast. Okay, so this applies to all of us, uh, particularly cabs, because and and Aries for that matter, because their career areas have been really strongly affected by all of these these forces that I've been talking about. So basically, we've got the next you know, sort of six weeks to dot I's and cross T's and set things up, and especially once Mars turns direct, which is the middle of November, then things really start to take off. So then we really, you know, sort of early November, we get on our bikes and we start pedaling because it'll be ready to go whoosh. Keep all this in mind when you're contemplating your timings, friends, over this this next month. It's all still, you know, sort of building. It's it's building up. It's on the way. Actually, this is a good moment to talk about the other really important thing that's about to happen in October. Guess what it is? It's not Mercury retrograde, (laughs) is it? Yes. Uh, I thought we'd missed it, actually. I knew there was one around and I thought, oh, maybe we've missed it. Hoping it went away. Hoping we were going to have it. You're funny. Yeah. You're, ever since we've met, you're, you're funny. You're always on about Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Mind you, it feels like the whole bloody year's been Mercury retrograde, doesn't it? It's all been, it does. It's all been going backwards. <laughs> what does retro imply to you? The word. Backwards. Everything breaks. Oh, nothing works. That's because he's affecting you. Oh, maybe it won't be that bad this time. It's not always that bad. It depends what sign he's in. But the point I seem to make was retro. So, what you do in that three week period is all the rewords, revise, reevaluate, okay, okay, reorganize, Uh rework, Mm -hmm. right? Reappraise, revi- yeah. revision. Mm. Yep. Yeah, you're very good at finding a positive. Yep. Well, you have to because otherwise you'd be in dread of all of these events rather than go, okay, well, how am I going to use this? What am I meant to do with this? Got it? Yeah, that's what I do. I just stay inside and try not to drop my phone in the toilet for three weeks. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just hide. Mind you, um, mind you that, that feeling of, excuse me, could I just hide for the rest of the year is very strong at the moment. The typical things that we say around Mercury retrograde is it's not a good time to, and especially this time, I'm going to really make this strong point, especially not a good time to sign documents or sign up big contracts or commit to major things in this particular retro time. So he turns retrograde on the 14th of October in Scorpio and through to November 3rd, okay, so that's the three weeks. But it's always a good idea to wait another week or so until he sort of picks up speed and gets off that sort of stagnant point of when he's, you know, hanging out in the same spot. 
Okay, so Scorpio mm-hmm. is the sign, it's a water sign. It's um, the deepest and most sensitive of all the water signs. Very, very fine energy. Very intuitive, very kind of wise in a certain kind of way. They look before they leap. They're the people that always take a minute to feel the energy in a room before they engage. Yeah? Just to check it out. Yeah. So they're very deep people and they can be very private because they like to keep their cards close to their chest. They don't like you knowing too much about them because they're careful about how much they let out because it can make them vulnerable, right? So typically yeah. scorps get bad press, sadly, because of the you know stinging tails of scorpions and all that bullshit. But I like to think of the eagle-soaring side of Scorpio. Um and by the way, that protection stuff they do, uh, you know, they can be a bit off, aloof, you know, they can appear a bit aloof. But it's only because they're checking you out to make sure you're safe. Then they'll let you in, right? But they're very careful because they, they, they don't like to show their vulnerability easily. So never yeah. shame them or bring something up too obviously or point something out in front of other people or make them feel bad because they'll go, that's a good segue to talk about Mercury retrograde and Scorpio. So this is this period where we're going to be best served, keep our cards close to our chest. So if you've got a project that you're cooking up or you're thinking about, you know, or you're planning something or you're setting something up, don't tell the world, don't blab, just shut up and get on with it. You're better off just hold your Mm -hmm. energy around things at the moment. Um, Use the time for research and investigation into your projects or whatever you're working on, yeah? So do lots of, um, what do they call it? Due diligence. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's also, therefore, a great time to really have a little dive into your own unconscious and into your own stuff and your fears and your limitations and your phobias and your paranoias and your, you know, your your psyche. Um, and, and do, you know, nice therapy work to let go of old patterns that are blocking you and limiting you and that sort of thing. So that's all very Scorpio, mm. right? So that's mm. the Mercury Scorpio heads up uh, to really get the best out of it, right? So, yeah. And therefore, as we're, okay. in, we're in this October into November period, because, you know, um, Mercury doesn't come out of Scorpio, I'm sticking in my book, until the 21st of November, okay? Mm-hmm. So we've got a long period, uh, all of October and three weeks of November of, of, um, of Mercury in Scorpio. Well, actually, the Mercury Scorpio goes right through to the beginning of December. So we've got a couple of months of it. So it'll be very interesting. Oh, you know the upside of it? digging up the dirt (laughs) so we'll hear a lot more of these uh, stories about exposing criminal child rings and you know all that yeah it's like digging down into the secrets so it'll be very interesting to hear what comes up over this next couple of months Wow, the key yeah. to Scorpio is transformation. 
So it's a big period so that we can really focus on our transformation to go from fear and insecurity to I am safe, I'm going to co-create my life into the future with other cool people and that's the other theme of Libra as we head you know, through into October. Who am I attracting into my life who will support me, who is part of my co-creation process? So you can attract really interesting people as you use this energy of Libra, like we are magnetic, right? That's the other theme of Scorpio, magnetism. Who are you attracting? You've got to hold your energy in a very positive space so you can attract that. That's how metaphysics works, right? So Mercury and Scorpio falls in Taurus's relationship house. So that's interesting. You may find out something about your partners or there's stuff will be revealed a lot of energy needed to be directed into partnership areas, uh, transforming partnership areas in whatever way. Again, tread quietly. Uh, it's a deep sort of process. You might find out things that help transform a partner into a better place. That's all possible. Yeah, and also all these planets in Capricorn are actually quite good for Taurus this year and by December when all the planets line up and, and just get ready to leave Capricorn, then that all feeds your Taurus sun beautifully. You get all sorts of positive growth and lots of doors open, lots of things click through for you in December after you've, you know, done the work to set it up. That makes sense? Mm. Yep. Yes. So now we're, talking, mm. now we're working our way through the fixed signs. So we've done Scorpio and Taurus. So the other two are Aquarius and Leo. Uh, they're called the fixed sign. So Aquarius, the Aquarius is getting ready for some really big shifts in 2021 because both Jupiter and Saturn move into Aquarius next year. So there's a lot, and they've had a lot of all the all the planets this year all in the work sector. So there's a lot of oh, I'm working at things and I'm constructing things and I'm building things and I'm getting ready for freedom in 2021. Another thing that's happening for Aquarius, really reviewing what you need and what you don't, what you're going to take with you and what you're not. Aquarians are probably pretty exhausted at the moment, so it's a real hang in there for our Aquarians as well. Just be patient and, you know, just don't push yourself. And then Leo, it's a good month for Leo. The sun in Libra is good. It's very social for them. It's in their communication area, good for networking and so on. And Venus is in their money house. So this is a really nice month for earnings and growth. They're, they're getting ready to lighten loads, free up, get rid of stuff that no longer works or it will be taken away anyway because that's the way the universe works really, isn't it? From next year for both Leo and Aquarius, you know, really getting out to the, the world in great new ways. And then we've got our what's called the mutable signs. So we've got uh, Gemini, the air sign. So they've been reinventing themselves too with uh, oh, the planet Neptune. I haven't mentioned Neptune. He's in Pisces. Been there since 2012. Big, slow Neptune. Takes him 12, 14 years to go through a sign. So he's been forming really a positive aspect with all the Capricorn planets. It's been actually quite creative and working really well for the mutable signs. So all of you, Pisces, Sag, Gemini, Virgo, a lot of creative drivers around for them. Like, And I'm talking about the artistic mediums and all that sort of stuff. So Virgo good, positive, feel good, feel better about yourself, good contacting with others and all of that. Gemini's reinventing themselves. They're dissolving old career areas and getting ready. So they need to be doing more research and setting up 
their potential with lots of planning and strategies at the moment. It's a great month for Sag, very nice month. The new moon on the 5th, which I forgot to mention before, but we have a new moon in, in uh, Aries on the 5th. So this is a really nice setup for them, really amps up the sort of fire force, very creative. And it falls in the house of love affairs and things. So if there's any Sagis out there that are sort of feeling a bit flat and thinking, oh, that'd be nice. Um, <laughs> and then stimulating people and ideas, uh, uh, you know, very, very strong rambles around Saggy. Pisces, Venus, for, in Virgo falls in your seventh house of relationships. So this is very, um, oh, it's actually very, and, and have really lovely connection with this Neptune that I'm talking about. So very imaginative. It's like, but, you know, Pisces rules, you know, the artist per se, the poet, the artist, the creative visual dreamers, you know, the, the photographers, the filmmakers, the, you know, the zeitgeist creators. They're the Pisceans of, of our world. And so this next little period is really beautiful for them. It's like full of really beautiful flowing. It, the only thing is it's very dreamy. It's sort of not very grounded. It's like, you know, nice time to go off and do a meditation retreat or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, and it's very compassionate. So we need the compassion in our time at the moment, don't we? We need our Pisceans and their compassion. Thank you to astrologer Maggie Kerr. You'll find a link to her website in the show notes and on my Facebook page. And don't forget to sign up for her monthly newsletter. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 